Let's talk about stress, baby. Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that will be. Let's talk, talk about, about stress. stress. Yeah. It's everything. But what were you going to say? Oh, that... It's just our, our... The different things that bring the most amount of stress. And, and, and the things that bring, I think, the, the most, like the, the most acute, the most damaging, the most infecting. Because that's really what stress is. It's a, it becomes its own organism. It's, it's, it's to call it an, a single event and say, well, I'm stressed now. No, that stress builds on stress, builds on yeah. stress, builds on... And there's the reasons where, of why the stress builds on stress because of how you know how to handle things and yeah. how you think about things and yeah. And it's it's the most hmm. impactful when it's stress you just can't talk about. Yeah. And 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 that's where things that are generally in the area of like crimes, like, like hmm. felonies and misdemeanors. <laughs> Is where a lot of this that stress is is because those are the things we just don't talk about mm -hmm. right relationships when 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 real stress is happening with your friend they don't want to disclose to you the oh, worst stress because of the relationship between her and her husband yeah but when things are really bad with the kids they, they that that relationship stress isn't and if and if and if it ends up being something you do share with your friend or your family members or your mom or your dad or your sibling whoever your confidant is mm -hmm. it ends up being filtered through this story this this mythology and so you're going to get responses and 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 help and support about a real stressful event that's having real impact, but a, a, a through this image that just is, is distorted. What do you mean by that? If somebody's going to tell you, hey, we're having uh, marital problems, there has to be a story, mm. right? Like what? What do you mean by marital problems? Well, he, she is being this way, is this way. Yeah, the easiest okay. way is simply just to label them, diagnose them. Yeah, okay. They're bad actors doing bad things or are, have bad intentions. Not the yeah. context of the story that includes where you struggle. Yeah. And what you're yeah. contributing to. Yeah. Yeah, the factors of the relationship. Right. Not the one event. Right. Because the stresses are coming from more than just that. Yeah. Definitely. I get that. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and any time a, a family especially has to or does experience violence, that's it's just shit you don't want to talk about. Yeah. And there's so much stress with violence. Mm -hmm. Violent words, violent behaviors, violent outcomes. There, it's just layered though with this through time of this thinking though that there 
if your family does have that, then it, you're you're the problem. Right. It's embarrassing, or it's no. There's just well, shit that needs to be talked about. Except for sometimes they are the problem. Sure. That's one of the possibilities. But to hide it because you're embarrassed and not just talk about it and fix the problem is way worse. Like you are the problem and you have some problems to fix in your family. Not, it's just too embarrassing to talk about it. So we just keep it within our family. And I'm saying, I don't know that it's better to talk about it fully because I don't think people have the relationships and the people to talk to actually talk fully about it. That wouldn't be received in fair ways. Yeah. They would be judged by that person and they know that. So it's the right evaluation. The the point is layered on actually what happens. Yeah. The point is you've got this I need to tell it. Mm -hmm. I can't not not tell it, right? Yeah. I can't not tell it. (laughs) And so you tell a portion of it and then you're all searching for the solution to a problem that doesn't actually exist. And that summarizes uh, um, modern um, cognitive therapy. Yes, that. I would like to solve this solution. Let me tell you a version of this and give me the solution yeah. to that. Not only are these people not qualified, yeah, they're they're operating from a false system to begin with. But they they certainly they're only as good as the ability to get a full and fair report and then to evaluate that report as to what actually happened that is exactly true stress and that's just the inability to fully articulate fully process any stressful experience leaves stress behind Mm -hmm. and part of the stress i think is it it's how we even remember our stories of during stress, Absolutely. our implicit and explicit memories, like it, we're, we're kind mm. of even fooled by our own story of what happened, which right. is, causes the stress of it. So, and this is why when you can work through a memory with people or an experience with people to help them bring back the full memory of it, writing, right? You, because then we sit and worry about what happened when there were there pieces that we. Right. And so the stress becomes this pathological stress of, oh, my gosh, how mm. how could I have how could that not have happened to me? Well, let's go back and think about the whole thing. And it did. And this is how come it didn't. So you can move on. Pathological stress. It's, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's uh, pathological. It's destructive. It's that. Yeah, because there is good stress. There is there's that creative rehabilitative stress that's different than that pathological. And that's why we say, oh, the things that don't kill you make you stronger. No, sometimes they make you weaker and worse. They do. However, you can, for many people, right. you can retrain that stress to become a healthy stress. It's still there. It's, it's not like we're trying, like we think therapy should be able to wipe all the stress away. No, it's you retrain your brain how to think about it and how to think through it. And that's it. And then it becomes, yes, it's part of your story, but it's instead of, right, focusing on the stress. Yeah. We have it all wrong. All wrong. And and there's tools, but it's you you have to know the tools. <laughs> well, and, it, it, and like you said, be around people that you, sorry, no. but be around people that you can confide in and talk through because there are real shit that needs to be talked yeah. through. And it is, a lot of it is embarrassing. You have to have Right, a confident that can listen to those embarrassing parts right. too, and not, like you said, not many people have that. Where, where you're not the hero in, in every story, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting you're talking about their ability to 
like remember and memory is a, is a part of the stress and, and, it, and it's we get so caught up in whether or not something's a lie or not if it didn't happen if it isn't actual then it's a lie and, 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 and that's not what these people are doing. Nobody's going to their therapist or their friend or their mom and dad or everyone saying, I would like to intentionally mislead you. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I would like to lie to you. They are presenting a narrative that they have experienced and yeah. that they have filtered. But you're right. It's this, the way it's perceived and retained and then communicated mm-hmm. is, is and, and, and then you add to that, any stressful event brings amnesia. Yep. Uh, tunnel vision and experiencing mm-hmm. it and the inability to, to lock it in. And the worst thing we do is not talk about it because then we do lock in the wrong parts mm-hmm. and we lock in those wrong memories. Not the wrong memories. That's not the right way to Distorted. say it. But yes, it, it allows because then you can't. You have to do it all by yourself. And, and of course, the ones you go to are the scary and the worst parts of it. And think about it. If you're, if you're in tunnel vision, you're not picking up all of your, your, you know, your awareness is fixed to a survival mode, right? Um, fight, flight, freeze, fuck, fawn, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, flop, right? You're, you're tunnel visioned. You're not getting all the information. You are getting real information, but it's distorted because it's out of context with the other stuff that you didn't have access to in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so not just about picking up the signal mm-hmm. uh, or starts there. It's not just about retaining the signal. The signal was never picked up because fight, flight, freeze, fuck, flop, fawn, <laughs> Mm-hmm. And when the stress happens to young children, they're, they're not ever, their brain develops through the stress and they're not able to put words. They didn't have those words or the context to their experience. And that's why it becomes a stressful PTSD because then they grow up, their brain continues to develop, right? right. And then they start to understand perspective but they can't put theirs into perspective. Yeah, they they right, can't right. because it was like like working with um, a teenager, right? That she's able to give me these things that happened and that, that was just, was that my life? Well, tell me more about your life then. And there was other, oh, there's other pieces of your life. And then there was good and then there was this good and this good and this good, this bad too. Yeah, yeah, those all happened around the same time. This was what was happening in your life, your mm-hmm. home with your friends through the, separation of your parents, all that stuff. Oh, because now as an, a, a, an older brain, they can see, oh, that is, yes, I've, that is what happens in life, right? Your life is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Because I get yelled at three times a week, but then there's, right, there's, okay, then there's these all these other good memories that I forgot about. Or, or I'm sorry, there was yelling in the home or fighting, right? That, But then there's all these other, Oh, that's right. There was some healthy. I'm getting stuck in the scary part. Oh, and then as they grow up, they're able to put words to their stories and 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 write perspective to their own story. But what you said, the problem is we get stuck, and and our mind gets stuck there. But then we grow up and can put perspective to everything else and everyone mm-hmm. else's problems. But mine's the worst because I'm. Yeah. And now I react this way when I hear a ah, and I ah. And it would have been so easy if somebody just helped children right get through an experience with language. Right. Yeah. And when that that stress res- remains, it 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 does it it mm-hmm. it keeps you in survival mode mm-hmm. because it's it's you're always in survival mode from that stress mm-hmm. causing event, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's, it's just always there. You know, so interesting when you're, memory, when you're talking about memory and you're talking about even that, the, the, the experience versus an adult brain, you know, a, a, a big brain. Um, <laughs> it is, the big brain is Big well. brain, little brain. I mean, it, it is. Yeah. Less components, yeah. less activations. I mean, it's big brain, little brain, little yeah. brain. Um, but the, the, the idea of experiencing things two-dimensionally versus three-dimensionally. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's that idea of, right, anxiety is um, living in a million futures that will never be. Depression is living in a mm-hmm. um, past that no longer is. Mm-hmm. And that might not even be fully accurate. Yeah. But you might not process fully. Yeah. Right? Um, that's living in a two-dimensional uh, space. Yeah. It's like reading. It's like watching, being on a screen, watching a TV show, watching a movie. And that's what we're doing when we're, when we're trying to process things through our memory, whether it be past or future. It's like trying to watch something on a screen that's two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And that's why the only way to be present is to perceive and experience things three-dimensionally. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and a big way to do that is, okay, what about now? And the, the, question, the, the question of anxiety and depression, okay, if so, so what? And that helps at least bring a little three-dimension to it. Okay, all these things happen with my parents, with my, with my um, uncle, brother, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, ex, child. Mm-hmm. Okay, if so, so what? What are your relationships today? Mm-hmm. We'll start there. If, if you're saying that it was another being, another person, another loved one, liked one that harms you. Yeah. Did, 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 did something. Uh, what's your relationship today? Not to them. Yeah. To All your relationships. The way you people, relate to others. To others. Your relationships. So, if so, so what? Is this experiencing causing you to relate negatively dysfunctionally mm-hmm. less connecting you know disconnective from these people who are important to me or does it enhance this relationship in some way good question yeah does, does what i'm worrying about thinking yeah. about um, planning strategizing about <laughs> right because it's all that it's, it's 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 a conspiracy with yourself about your future worry yeah you're right what if what if what if this what if yeah. what if that Okay, if so, so what? How does that affect me here today with these relationships, including the relationship with all the things I'm worried about, my job, Mm -hmm. my school, Mm -hmm. my team, my Mm -hmm. bedroom, my body, my kitchen, my gym? That's a good question, yeah. What's your relationship? Because there, no, we've just talked about a number of relationships and where there are layers and layers of stress that are built in each one, both past, present, future, people, entities, environments, mm-hmm. all the stress. Stress over food, stress over movement, mm-hmm. stress over sleep, stress over sex, stress over death. Yeah. Stress over drugs and the point. drugs that other people use, including the foods they eat and the waters they eat and the and whether they're doing diet soda or or, or microbrew or tea or kombucha. Or, or a bottled water. Uh, right. Versus tap. That's right. <laughs> it's it's drugs, right? We're stressed over every everything. drug down to sh- from sugar to meth. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Which is like sugar to heroin and everything in between. <laughs> yeah, we worry about all that nonstop, but we don't really worry about like, then what are you putting in your mind and doing with it to so fix much that stress. so it's not a... If so, so what? Yeah. If so, so what? I mean, the, the manner in which so many people spin on a dime as it relates to their approach to cannabis is, is, is comical. Yeah. The moment they have no other options than they hear it might help reduce just a little bit of suffering. Yeah. I mean, the biggest prohibitionists start, start giving their kids fucking ketamine yeah. in, in um, hope of, of some marginal relief from the, the mind <laughs> and the emotions that they're experiencing, right? And the it's, stress. They, you have to learn how to think by yourself, in your own mind, about things that you're thinking about, because they're there. And then the, this, these whole new age strategies of like, well, then try to meditate and push it out. Well, the, that's all good, and you should, because you have to be able to help yourself get into the, um, your, uh, I was going to say perinatal, your, um, <laughs> nervous system, the, your calming nervous system. I don't know why I can't think of the word right now. Yeah. Um, you have to be able to do that. But you also have to be able to not numb your thoughts. Right. You're going to have to think about them. And that is part of the meditation. You can't meditate without, med- without also thinking. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's t- teaching your, you to focus on, on you, on what you are thinking about. One thought, you know, even the whole... Anyway. P- people have way too much astray, but... <laughs> imaginative um, positivity in their life and way too much actual experiential stress. Mm, They imagine what it could be like if it was different, Mm -hmm. better, but they have actual, real, tangible, accessible knowledge Hmm. about a traumatic event. Yes. This experience, the experience wanna, is in the is in the agony, not the ecstasy. Yeah. And no. okay, I want to. Oh, go ahead. Do you want to go ahead? I I was going to share earlier. Now that we're kind of back here about because of the act, what you said, the, because of the actual traumatic event. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was reading, the whole brain child, Dan Siegel and Tina something, they explained this. One of those secular yeah. prophets. They. They gave an example of this little, like, two-year-old that was in a car accident with his babysitter. And the, he was given to the cop, and the ambulance took away the babysitter. And it, it, everything turned out fine. But the, this, the parent, I, it might have been one of them as the parent that had to do this, but, or a story of theirs. But the, the mom knew to... The little boy would be like, woo, woo, and he'd be bringing back the amb- this ambulance sound mm. and get kind of scared. And so she would talk him through as much language as he had to tell his story, but would fill in. So what, woo, woo, that's right. You heard the ambulance came. You were in a crash. Mm. You were in a car crash with whoever, you know, Jenny. Um, the ambulance came. You're right. What else? Uh, you know, Jenny, off. And you're right, they came and took Jenny to the hospital. The, they had to take her to the doctor so the doctor could help her. And so the mom would give him the language, 
to figure out his story and it would last a couple weeks of just the scare woo, woo, and because he would what he was remembering right were the two things the scare the the ambulance the crash the ambulance and jenny's gone i'm scared now with this right he was in a car accident too at two but didn't have any language for that and and she you know it, it stopped he stopped bringing that up and he was able to tell his story with total health he wasn't scared of the car anymore he wasn't scared that every time he's with jenny she's gonna be taken away from him you know the getting in a car and crashing and someone's gonna take mommy away these are the way kids become tra traumatized is now anytime i'm in a car what if something happens and i hear woo, 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 mommy's gonna be taken away mm -hmm. and they they grow up being scared of something that is totally manageable by words mm -hmm. and context Mm -hmm. And so what that is exactly what's happening to these adults. We are all traumatized as children mm -hmm. and we get stuck in these loops if we're not allowed to talk through our stories and given language to, or you're not one that really thinks about your, you know, that you really have to think through those things. And like I said with my client earlier, like think through those experiences now with the language you have as a 15 year old. Right. Mm -hmm. And with somebody who, even though it happened when you were eight, we're going to Go back to when you were eight, talk through it all. Now, but now as a teenager, you know, oh, oh, fine. You know, yeah. like, you have to be you know, given, even as adults, we have to be given words to our stories, not just be, and like you said, psychotherapy, yeah, but we're telling our part. Right. There has to be help, I, you know, through the if, if you're developmental going to, process. If they're going to a, a mental health professional, right? It, it, it's it's because there's some really, really distressing, destructive, um, invasive mm -hmm. uh, thoughts and behaviors that are really affecting your body. That gets someone to even go. It's affecting to, relationship. Yeah. yeah. I want help. And, and yet modern cognitive behavioral, especially, um, first, they're just stealing um, Eastern philosophy to try to do treatment. So if a metal... If a modern mental health person, the best they got is um, EMDR or meditation or yoga. Well, they're they're they're, they're demonstrating they their tools don't work, right? Um, go get a, a qualified guru then. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where uh. had, a, had, a, had a client was, oh, I have this this very major sexual potential deviancy, and um, okay, what did you do? Well. I, we went to therapy and I well, let me get those notes. I'd like to read those. <laughs> do the Headspace app. Um, you know, basically here, use this app, watch a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. This is the treatment. That and provide. try to meditate. And try to meditate. Try to meditate. Like that word means one thing. Right. That means, because you know meditate. what that means. And this kid knows what it like, means. And these people know what it means. And you're not. Yeah, that's helpful. Thanks, psychologist. Thanks. You. Yeah. <laughs> you got derailed. Um, <laughs> I did not help. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that's funny. Um, oh, but the, 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 and then in, in, in mental health, then what they do is they allow the patient to drive. Hey, things are really bad. They're re you're really distressed. Some, some, you know, some, some bad things may happen. Destructive behaviors. You're dealing with real tragedy. 
how would you like to solve this problem? What do yeah. you think? And they're, you know, they're not supposed to get in the way and they, mm -hmm. they're just kind of guide the persons to what they want. Well, I want to maintain this relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's try to give you strategies to maintain mm -hmm. this relationship. You and, know, I'm still living with my abuser, but I'd right. really still like to. Right. I just want my abuser to love me differently. Right. Well, let's think of a way, let's think of strategies that you can get. You're, no, you, that's not possible. Right. Or, That's or not you, possible. You, you do this marital <laughs> therapy, and what it eventually does is just empower the most, uh, the least empathetic one, to What's use that? this 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 um, therapist's language and tools against the one. Mm -hmm. So so mm -hmm. it's a it's it, it, it weaponizes therapy yeah. for the person who has either the most power or the least empathy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, almost always, almost always. Yep. Um, Good, good marital therapy requires real honesty, and if if it's difficult to get the the people honest with themselves about mm -hmm. themselves, they're honest about yes. their partner. They're not honest about themselves, and so the therapist is handicapped yeah, and, and so blind true. about a lot of factors. Yeah. But you were you this this tragedy. How how um, stress is so directly related to tragedy and our response to tragedy and our our physiological response and our cognitive response and our neurological response and our chemical response and and mm -hmm. and, and how that affects our environmental response and and, and it starts looking like personality <laughs> but but, yeah. it, but it's not it's it's a it's a <laughs> trauma loop of things that are yeah. that are that are happening and and you were talking earlier about the mind and kind of the, the some of your technical terms but it seems like every tragedy is really filtered and responded to with one of two fractions of the mind. Skepticism mm. and mysticism. And, and, and the tragedy is something that happens for real to the body, to the mind, from something in the environment. Mm -hmm. And that tragedy fractures the mind. And the way to process it is, it didn't happen. I, mis I, I misinterpreted, right? You're skeptical. Mm -hmm. Or you try to be hyper-rational. Mm -hmm. This means this, this means this, this means that. And you're building a story mm -hmm. through the rational side of your brain. And usually it's one or the other because that tragedy was so impactful it did violence to other portions of the mind mm -hmm. that make it not able yeah, to process true. the experience. And then you have these kids, and I say kids because little we're brains, all, big brains. I know. We're all know. kids. We all came from a little brain. <laughs> and then the little brain that was, that was damaged by an adult. Our sweet little little brains, I know. It, it, the, I the, know. The, often they'll, they'll, the rational reason size shuts down. Yep. And the imagination runs wild. Mm -hmm. And then the secrecy that is sh that shrouds the imagination builds more imagination. Mm -hmm. And they go to school and their, 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 their teachers want them to activate this very mm -hmm. other side of their brain. And they can't because they are constantly in this state. And they might be, right when they're shutting it off over here, there is these holes of Absolutely. just, because if you do open it up, it unleashes all this. It's not... And, Oh, it's so and, sad. And, 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 and we rely. That's why those the two great religions, skepticism oh, yeah. and mysticism. Because that's the other side. You're you, saying you, that you can take every every tragic arts has a 
has a has, has either a more skeptical vibe or a mystical That's vibe. Very true. And and it doesn't matter which which of the the tragic arts, the whether you're a healer, a teacher, or a protector, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna lead right. It's it's kind of like a sativa or or indica. They're all they all try to be hybrids, but they're all <laughs> always dominant one and dominant the other. I mean, it's it's it's. Um, all these systems of the mind, mm-hmm. systems, you know, because systems, of, we say, say the mind and the heart. Well, no, there's only the mind. The heart is a pump. When I talk about the gut, that's different, but the heart is a pump. Emotions aren't in the heart. They're, they're in hmm. the imagination centers of the mind because yeah. everything is a think. Every yeah. emotion is a thought. Yep. It just happens to be experienced and processed physiologically through the body. Experience is built on experiences, which is the emotion, like the right. senses we took in to remember that experience. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and it's why... Emotions are things. Really, all of these are almost forms of right, the healing arts, the tragic arts, the, the protective arts, the, the, the educational arts, the developmental arts. Because all of this is about development, human development, transitioning from aquatic creature to fully formed adult human. Mm -hmm. And the stages between those are so interesting Mm -hmm. and impactful. And when you said um, emotions are things, then there really are tools. Our mind is powerful, is powerful, and there are tools to think through those things and 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 train your brain to handle those things through when you're scared, when you're triggered, whatever. All of it. You, we have a tool, big brains, to just to really work through the mysticism and the skepticism of an experience. Mm-hmm. And relying only on one. And especially when we become an enemy to the other. Mm. And that's very interesting when that's ideologies and systems hmm. become an, an enemy to mysticism hmm. or an enemy to skepticism. Because yeah. that's when dogmas come in. Yeah. And that's really what you can look at. You can look at these skeptical, secular dogmas mm-hmm. and these religious, mystical dogmas. Yes. And some of these secular, mystical dogmas and these religious, skeptical dogmas. Yeah. They, they happen all yeah. these, these ways. I mean, look, look at the, the you, just, you just have to look at the schisms within Christianity. Mm-hmm. The, all these billions of people saying, well, we're all Christian. No, you all simply have the same character <laughs> in your story. Yeah. But you you neither share the same rituals, yeah. the same theology, Morals? Uh, uh, the, the same systems. <laughs> like, like you, they're not the same. You just believe in the same character. Yeah. It's... it's and change the story however you want right. to believe so your no, character works. The yeah, cr- character actually meant this. Yeah. Philosophically. This is what that meant. Yeah. And whose belief gets to be right? Um. And, and, and you have this, this 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 idea of skepticism versus mysticism is found in religions, and it's where they're divided. Mm-hmm. 
And it's, it's where, again, the secular, skeptical world is divided. Mm-hmm. And we have all these fractures because this is how people respond to tragedy, either generally, generally, with hyper-skepticism or hyper-mysticism. That's true. That's true. When there's no... There's got to be a Very balance. little balance. Yeah. There's very little balance. And that, that is... impacts the development of the little brains so yes. that the little brains can never fully develop into big brains. And those big brains that are fully developed are never fully activated. That's true. That's true. Because when they're taught to be, it's like they grow up with those, you know, the hourglass things. They can only see through that lens of just that type of thinking. And it it's not a full picture at all. Right. That is crazy. And, and, and you know, you could just you, take it off and see the whole, whole crystal ball. You, not you, just see, <laughs> you see people who are magical thinkers. Right? And they're, they're often found in, 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 um, among the religious, but, but not always. And this is the idea of spiritual bypassing. You're just always, um, right? And yeah. this imagination, this, this magic thinking, everything's going to turn out wonderfully. Why? Because uh, I say it so. <laughs> it's... it's, it's <laughs> Magical thinking. And we, we, we think of magical thinkers as uneducated and as fundamentalist, because often there is magic in fundamentalist thinking, right? Santa Claus is real. <laughs> that is the spirit of the holidays. Mm-hmm. It becomes so literal. And then you grow up and you realize, but there is a Santa Claus. There is. We provided evidence of Santa Claus. Why, why do children believe in Santa Claus? Oh, because the people that they love and care about the most that have kept them safe <laughs> and protected have literally intentionally taken steps to ensure that there is physical evidence of this being <laughs> for the first five or six years in their life. And then they're called dumb for believing their parent. And I say, take a lesson on that yeah but there's evidence (laughs) and now we can talk about a literal story versus metaphor and the main concept was that there is a being who's very powerful that loves you very much and even when you're naughty you're good and therefore we celebrate your life (laughs) that's the message that's trying to be communicated. Mm-hmm. Now, other people have different mythologies and it gets twisted into this theocratic being who will punish you and hurt you <laughs> for thoughts in your head. Yeah. So we don't all share the same stories. We don't share the same Christian stories. We don't have the same mythology, philosophy, or ritual, which is to say we don't have the same morals just because you quote-unquote believe that some dude named Jesus existed and was a great man Mm -hmm. and in fact was literally God. We can believe all of those words in that order are true and be so far away from what that actually means. If so, so what? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm less interested in your Jesus than I am your God. I dig the human expression 
of an all-powerful deity. I'm more interested in the characteristics, attributes, and morals of that being that is God, the non-human hmm. concept, organism, mm -hmm. conscious reverberation. Because when a person tells me about that being, <laughs> it tells me everything about, A, what a type of a parent they are, and what type of a person they are. But especially tells you about their parenting. And whether or not they're risky or safe. Because all theology is a response to tragedy. Yeah. You said the people that they'll tell you about your their Jesus though. But some people is that what you said? I'm I'm cool with the human expression of this deity. Yeah. Like I get that. Everybody we all believe in that 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 God. That's where the schism of Christianity be that's where the divide is. It's is... it's a philosophical, theological divide of whether or not the Holy Spirit is expressed through the father or through the father and the son yeah okay and that starts mattering yeah from I, a christian perspective because it matters cosmically yeah it matters morally it it affects yeah often one's ritual and mythology that's very true and, i got and, stuck and, on because i'm like a lot of people claim to to love and know the same Jesus, but yeah. it does stray from there, and that's what I was. Yeah. A, a great example. You got the that's you got the Orthodox. True. You got the you know you got the Eastern, the Western, right? You got that great schism. Yeah. Um, but then you have this other group that can't really be. There's these other, especially, you know, this modern Americana religions. Yes. And, and it's like the the Seventh Day Adventists. Okay. Um, there's there's. Uh, you know, some would say Scientologist, but I think that's a whole nother. Mm. They're not real. It's that's almost a different. That's almost different. It's a different religion. <laughs> yeah. But you got Seventh Day Adventists. Um, you know, Jehovah's Witness arguably mm -hmm. is in there, and then mm -hmm. there's the there's another one. Um, there's the other one out west. There's the the, polygam of, the polygamist. Out the, of Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. The, the 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 musical at the South Park guys <laughs> yeah. did right. <laughs> yes. There's, there's those ones. Yeah. And they're just a completely different Christian than these two great, you know, these schisms. Yeah. Because of their mythology. Yeah. Same. Their, they, their philosophy. Yeah. They have They stole the same philosophy. Same Jesus story, but that yeah, is completely not, different than their philosophy. I dig your man, Jesus, yeah. dude. It's your God that is not yeah. the same here. I, that is where it, yes. And, and that's that's really why why so many Christians just simply say, yeah, 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 these, these, the... Uh, Salt Lake City people, mm -hmm. um, the, the polygamists, the, the Brigham Young, Brigham, the Brighamites yeah. are um, not really Christian because of their theology yeah. and their concept of deity. Yeah. In this question, that was a great question of the, right? Um, that and polygamy, that was another. Yeah. 
Well, they don't believe in polygamy yeah, currently, today, but they're still from Salt Lake City, so today, we'll say, yeah. Uh, yeah Theologically, I'm they do. Kidding, I know. They... Uh, it, again, I asked what their heaven is like and what their God is, and I understand their God is a polygamist. Yeah. And so is the history. And then so is the people very that have of. died yeah. are currently in heaven. Yes. Polygamists. So I think it's fair theologically, <laughs> philosophically, and mythologically, and ritualistically to say that that Salt Lake group um, are polygamists. Yes. Oh, and we're going to call them polygamists okay. also. But I, so let's I call just them wanted the, to we'll be clear the, that... If we talk about that group, because it's very different than Christians, we can talk about Christians. But then within Christians, there are groups, right? We should, we should distinguish between like Catholics, Protestant, Eastern Orthodox, right? Because there's a theological difference as it relates to both authority, mm-hmm. concept of God, authority, and duty. Okay. Because not every Christian sect yeah right the joy of sects <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> shares the same concept of deity yes. authority or duty it is very important to understand too and we've done a lot of thinking on that matter because it's different it, it is different it's, it's again it's different philosophically it, 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 it's different systemically it's different um and it affects you know what it affects? It affects tragedy. It affects stress. The way people mm-hmm. approach their their religions, their their theology, mm-hmm. simply has an impact on one's stress. It it it, it either assists so with true. or assists with that 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 tragic stress, mm-hmm. or it contributes to it. And sometimes it does both, and isn't that fun? Yeah. It, 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 it does both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the, the areas that these, the theology, that, that religion, whether it be secular or sacred, mm-hmm. whether it be a skeptical or a mystical approach, right, is how does that system, that philosophy, that ritual, that mythology, impact your relationships violence Mm -hmm. drugs Mm -hmm. sex Mm -hmm. sleep diet movement and mood How does that thought system, because that's what all theologies, religious systems are. They are thought Mm -hmm. methodologies. They're thought systems. How do those impact those things? Yeah, that is so good. Movement, diet, sleep, sex, drugs, violence relationships because these thought systems sure do have a lot to say about each of those things they sure do the one thing that both the secular and the sacred the religious and the and the, and the secular have in common is they all say we know better and you can trust us yeah so yeah. it becomes an evaluation is do they know better on these areas and should they be trusted? Yeah, yeah. 
Should they be trusted? I like. I was going to say, and can they be trusted? But should they? Before <laughs> we hear what you have to say, you yeah. should establish your credibility for why anyone should listen to you. Mm-hmm. Let alone take what you have to say seriously. Because sometimes you listen to someone and don't take them seriously because you find them entertaining. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but they're asking to be trusted and be taken seriously. And they're asking to have impact and control over the lives, which is to say the body and minds of your children. Mm -hmm. And they're most prevalent within these religious organizations and these political organizations. Yes. They control classrooms, crime scenes, and courtrooms. Yes. Every... They control them. They control them through their influence, through through their power, through their discretion, through their money through their lobbying, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it ultimately has impact over the lives of real people, real families. Hmm. Or something like that. Something like that. Yeah.